plenty of mental and emotional challenges faced by everyone. Today, on the Bomberos on Fire podcast, we delve deep into the heart of this issue. My name is Armando, and today we're shedding light on a topic that's close to our heart, mental health. Not just in the firefighting community, but also to everyone else because everyone has a bone in this fight. It's a conversation that long overdue. We'll be discussing the unique challenge we face, sharing personal stories, and exploring ways to improve our mental well-being. With insights from experts, personal testimony, and actionable strategies, we aim to ignite a conversation that can make a difference. Because just as we fight fires, prepare people, and work in a stressful environment, we must also combat the internal struggles that many of us face. This is not just for firefighters, but everyone else living on this planet. Together, we can build a community of support, understanding, and healing. Join us as we journey through the art of conversation, seeking light and hope for everyone. Be safe. Welcome. Good morning, my people here. My name is Armando from Fire Rescue Group and Bomberos on Fire Podcast. I got the pleasure, the honor to be with somebody who's uh, more a double hard worker than I am, and that takes a lot. <laughs> I'm with somebody who uh, represents a lot of things for a lot of people and like a beacon of hope for me for, for a lot of things in the fire service, like fire cancer prevention and a lot of things. Uh, he's a founder of Project Leader, and he's also one of the founders of CFBT Poland. Uh, Simon, the floor is yours. You can explain yourself who you are and show to the world, man. Okay. Uh, hello, Armando. Hello, everybody. First of all, thank you for the nice words of introduction and for having me on the podcast. Um, I guess I'm just a person that really... Um, is into what I'm doing, you know. I'm I'm very much into it. I do it with a lot of, with a lot of passion, with a lot of uh, conviction, so to say. Because at some point I I selected my way, you know, in life, yeah. and 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 that's been very uh, very good for me. Uh, the f- career in firefighting. So I I, I entered the fire service when I was uh, twenty. That was 1999, so almost 25 years now. Yeah. Some people say I don't look <laughs> 45, <Not yet. laughs> but I'm, 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 I'm soon t- turning 45 just next year. And I've been a voluntary firefighter as well for majority of the time, approximately 20 years. Uh, so my, my career started in, when in, in the last class of high school. I was wondering when my colleague what we should do next after after school, which uh, uh, occupation to choose. And actually, I was in a technical school, so I was already a technic- technician, electrician. So I had a job. But, but uh, you know, I was looking for some, for some college and so on. And uh, so he suggested we should enter the fire service. And, uh, and I thought about the idea. The idea seemed to... Uh, uh, quite interesting, at, and 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 I said, okay, let's do it. And and then he resigned, you know, so I was left yeah. on my own. And I, but I pursued this idea, and I became a firefighter. I I entered the fire academy in Poland. You can select three paths of career. You can start from the bottom, 
uh, or you can apply to one of the five schools and they will put you either through a technician uh, level. So like postgraduate uh, two-year school, technical school that oh, wow. will give you a, a mid-rank uh, commander position or you can enter a fire academy, spend their four years, get your engineering degree and become a lieutenant in the in the fire service so that the, the last the last choice was mine that was uh that was uh quite uh, challenging there's obviously a lot of competition but i was yeah. i guess a little bit fortunate and also I, I really worked hard with all the extra classes that i took to pass the exams and and uh english was one of the requirements so oh, no way no way! Yeah. No, you good? You pass yeah. out one hundred percent. English or or German or Spanish, just some of the you know, uh, yeah. let's say uh, more popular languages in Europe. And yeah, so I spent four years there. Then I went to the fire station, attended some fires and so on. I worked in a, in in some office work in the international cooperation. I worked in the, a lot many years. I worked in the training center, teaching firefighting. You know, this is where majority of my time was spent, and and I, I connect that time with uh, with the best moments for my development, personal development, because I was able to work on a lot of solutions that later became adopted yeah. solutions in Poland. And then, since we have a centralized system, that means that I was able to influence the entire country for both professional or paid. I, I prefer to say paid and yeah. volunteer firefighters. Yeah. Uh, um, sure. who are in Poland. Uh, so, yeah, so I was also, there, there was another, uh, let's say, turn in my path because I was uh, met with an opportunity to apply for a job in CERN. That's the European Agency for Nuclear Research. Well, it oh, sounds, how, how, it, how it sounds, but, but it's actually... It doesn't have to. Uh, it's not connected to anything military. It's uh, particle physics. So you know, oh. examining the smallest, the smallest of the smallest things. So if you heard about the Large Hadron Collider, the the largest machine in Europe, located in uh, under underground uh, yeah. at the border of France and and uh, Switzerland. That's where I was a uh, uh, training oh. officer. Then I returned to Poland. You know and. Was uh, deputy head of training for the region, and currently, I'm a, a deputy fire chief in a one in one district where I live. So yeah, and and that was recent, yeah. right? It was uh, the... two years ago. Yeah. Okay. And now I know that you became a senior brigade. I don't know, or colonel, kind of brigadier. Yeah, translate. yeah. Congratulations okay, so for the way. Senior brigadier. We we have a system of ranks based on on a military system, uh, but I have to uh, I have to tell you that rank is something different than position. So my position is deputy fire chief, and in that position, I have the possibility to reach my rank. Something's on my epaulet, uh, until yeah. up until up up until uh, colonel. So I was promoted recently to colonel on the. 11th of uh november on independence yeah. day we get we get promotions normally on 4th of may that's international firefighters day in many european countries but but probably not only european 
but uh, uh, the award promotions are on the Independence Day, so I got That's an award awesome, promotion. Co congratulations, yeah. Cornell. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks. I'm glad. And hey, next day, yeah. Fire Chief, right? At <laughs> some point, maybe? Who knows? Life take you to anywhere. Yeah, well, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? It's who already knows? a lot of politics, so, oh, you know, be careful what you wish for, yeah? <laughs> exactly. I can't yeah. even imagine, bro. <laughs> I can't imagine, but I'm yeah. glad. And I uh, got a question. How do you got into the cancer prevention? How are you going to that? Because you were a okay. firefighter, career firefighter, paid, and then uh, suddenly now you are the, the people's spear leading the movement of cancer prevention in Poland. Mm -hmm. I guess I guess it's fair to say. So <clears throat> I was transferred to the training division in 2008. And, you know, it's it's something that you probably also have in different countries that not always the 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 pro the processes or the decisions of the management are the smartest things that you can imagine. Yes. By saying this, yeah. I meant I was relatively young. That was uh, I was like ten years in the fire service, including the school, so like six years of service, really. Yeah. And uh, and uh, just because somebody decided, because there was a a free spot there, and nobody wanted to go, and I I actually wanted to go there and you know get out of office, uh, so they transferred me there. And since I had uh, higher education, uh, my fire engineering degree that, that they decided it's enough you'll you'll be a teacher now so i was in, in the beginning i was following whatever other people were doing so when i look uh, to these pictures uh at that time that was some some <laughs> irresponsible stupid and dangerous stuff that we did yeah. Yeah, in yeah. terms of like cancer prevention you know we didn't yeah. really care about securing ourselves and so on So, so first of all, that there was a lot of imitation, you know, I was mimicking whatever I saw and I figured that's, that's the correct way. Somewhere in that process, I also realized that uh, instructor training is, is very important, you know, learning about teaching, so to say, is, is something mm -hmm. that is absolutely necessary and required to be, to become a good instructor. So, but also since I already had some decent level of English and some exposure to international uh, co contacts, I started uh, developing my interest in firefighting tactics in different countries. Uh, and, uh, up until that moment, I, I was uh, focused uh, also on rapid intervention, uh, yeah. firefighter rescue. Uh, because we didn't have anything like that at the moment, so so the years from from graduating from the fire academy until 2011, me and the three of my colleagues we spent on developing you know techniques, uh, writing articles and so on, and we and we then uh, wrote a book, which is available free in PDF, was uh, issued by one of the fire schools. So, but but also I realized that uh, we should also focus on actually understanding fires because there's a lot of things that people are doing but if you ask them why they are doing this they have no clue they have no clue or they're saying we've always done this or this yeah. other guy showed yeah. me and he said this is the right thing so you know we use combination nozzles yeah as opposed to the smooth boards which are more, more popular in 
in, in, in the United States. So they would spray water. They would always spray three times or do the double pulse in one location. I was wondering, okay, so if, it, if, the, if the intent of that is to cool the gas, why is it actually that you're spraying two times in one place? Can it yeah. not be that you spray longer, but just once? You know, just just a simple question, yeah. just to, Little to give you an like idea. That, yeah. Oh, I hear you. Of, of the thought process. And so I, I started, you know, that was more or less 2010, 11 and onwards. This was already, Facebook was already growing and other social media. So suddenly the, the access to all the people that you know from the covers of the books that you're reading and so on is becoming easier. So I reach out to this person, to the other person, and it turns out they're, you know, great authors, really praised instructors, but they're regular normal guys very often you know welcoming funny friendly and so on and they'll engage in the discussion with you and they'll explain you everything you know they'll give you their free time and so on and i got so much knowledge from these people without yeah. them wanting anything in return you know so so we started understanding uh let's say cfbt compartment fire behavior training or structural firefighting that that we prefer to use the term and it culminated in 2013 with uh, inviting Sean Raphael, whom you've met in uh, in yeah. Poland with, with your last visit, and John McDonough, actually, whom you've met in in, in Poland. Yeah, in well. Poland, last visit. Met, yeah, yeah, just you've met Sean a bit uh, earlier, and and actually your uh, visit was 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 the the occasion was the 10 year anniversary of their first visit. So, oh, so wow. in a way. It was appreciation of what they what they started as a process by coming here, you know, and then ten years later we can sort of show what we've done uh, through through these years yeah. and 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 let them appreciate that. So yeah, awesome. one of the things they did was they started to to show us. I mean, I, I'm not sure if it was deliberate or not. Probably was something just obvious for them they start wearing dust masks when they were dealing with dirty ppe or nitrile gloves you know not to get their hands contaminated and so on yeah. so we are started asking questions why are you doing this and and they said you know look there's a growing concern about cancer in the fire service there's more and more evidence from different kinds of research from various places in the world that you know this job is connected to higher cancer risk and so we started while the 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 firefighting you know the understanding of buildings of fire phenomena of our hydraulics in the in the hoses of different lays of, of nozzles of ppe you name it mm -hmm. like uh, ventilation uh, positive pressure ventilation fans smoke curtains yeah. and fog nozzles and whatever uh, spikes uh, you know piercing nozzles yeah. and so on was growing in parallel this this um health and safety issue uh, was also being developed because we understood that this is a, a major concern. And, and if we want to be, you know, really good in fighting fires, we'll get inside often and we'll get in smoke and so on, you know, not, not fight fires from outside, uh, I guess, yeah. because there's with, with more knowledge, there comes more you know, certainty or, or what's the word? 
Yeah, you get uh, Comfort. more confident. Confidence? Confidence, yes. Thank you. Confidence, you go going inside. Of going yeah. inside and staying yeah. there and actually knowing what's going on there. You, you're not afraid, but you know that, of course, um, th this is dangerous and so on. But you have your tools and you have your knowledge. You can either you can assess, you can either, you can either combat yeah. or prevent or avoid. You, you have like a you know a couple of of options to choose from you, so, you got like we say a toolbox a toolbox for you. yes yes yeah. so because I, when i was writing years later i was writing a textbook for the polish fire service i it it just came naturally that you know first is size up or mm -hmm. re reconnaissance yeah or size up mm -hmm. from that yeah. you have options you can avoid or i mean preferably you can combat so you combat the the phenomenon and and then you yeah. you win and you whatever yeah you get the situation gets solved but you can also prevent you know from deterioration of conditions or from spread yeah. or from whatever but you can also avoid sometimes you have to understand it may not be a good idea to continue what you're doing so just you know, take two steps back, back maybe off. isolate the fire. I don't know, maybe attack from the other side. Maybe you're attacking from the wrong side because the wind is pushing the fire towards you. So, you know, exactly. so, 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 so that's the philosophy. But we were, we started, uh, you know, looking really into it. I have some personal history of cancer in my family. So my grandmother died of cancer. Actually, when I moved out from my parents' house, my my room became like a guest's room, yeah. So, so yeah, my yeah. grandmother, who lived like an hour of, uh, away from us, uh, driving, uh, moved to Olsztyn and she stayed in my room, and 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 actually she died there of cancer, you know, at the age of eighty or something. Then my aunt, my father's sister, also got cancer, and also she she went to our you know, the city because we have better oh, wow. doctors here and so on. And she also stayed in my room. Well, she died at her home, but, but sort of my room, my, my <laughs> own room, you know, at my parents' house became like a, like a, you know, uh, oncology, oncology how to put it in, oh, in good words. Uh, like a cancer room, I guess. Yeah. yeah. To look for, for, for a lot of, you know, uh, words. Um, then my sister got cancer. My only sister. But, oh. but she cured it, you know. She okay, she's good. a survivor. She's good now and so on. So I understood that that you know it's a terrible disease. It's uh, taking its toll on on humanity. And if we as firefighters are uh, at elevated risk, then we have to do whatever it takes. And already because I was progressing through the ranks, I was working on the regional level. I was writing a national training program and so on i understood that you know you can approach the, the issue from whatever firefighting you can approach from two ways if you're a firefighter this is your job so you have some demands from your employer yeah. that's that's obvious you know but but at some point you start to represent the employer at some level whenever you become like a a crew commander you are already, you are already a representative of the employer for a small group of people aren't you yeah because you're their supervisor yes yeah so in a way you have to be prolonging the all whatever the policies are being implemented the problem is 
or the question is whether or not these policies are actually in, being implemented. implemented. So yeah. we we understood that they aren't. So we started working uh, towards the direction of of development of these, so that when time comes and people ask, did the employer di- do anything to to you know prevent or help as 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 safe conditions in terms of cancer uh, threats? as possible to the firefighters, the employer will be able to say, yes, this is what we did, this and that. And the other thing, it's it's a, it's a, like a, my, my thought process is this, this is what the employer wants. And I'm trying to make the employer understand that I'm working for the employer's benefit. But at the same time, I'm, I'm pursuing a more important goal, at least for me. I'm improving the cancer prevention for all firefighters. And you including guys are. myself because i spent dozen uh, over a dozen years i i guess that was 16 years minus three years in office 12 13 years in the in the fire training center as as an instructor working in smoke and get really getting really exposed and the beginnings yeah. so when i what i said before looking to the pictures that i took or my colleagues took at the time in the beginning that was some very unhealthy stuff can we use yeah, like keeping the helmet the dirty, you know. Yeah, like staying in the dirty zone without any, yes, you know, respiratory yes. protection, or you know, having yeah. suit on the on the face, you know, oh, making yes. photos, oh yeah, you know, boasting, blah blah blah. So, yeah. so it was like I, that, yeah. So and yeah, and 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 look, I guess I'm. I have no real talent. I'm just particularly stubborn. <laughs> Um, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm looking. I'm looking at the video, which is a bit before. So I'm, I, I guess I should uh, listen Are to the good? sound. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, I think I found in in what I explained to you just before about two parallel thought processes. I'm I'm trying to make the 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 employer understand that I'm going. I'm doing this in 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 in, in in good faith and in favor of the employer, but at the same time, I'm 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 really focused on improving the conditions for firefighters. So in a way, you can say I'm I'm a Trojan horse, or, or I toss Trojan horses at at the employers, because I say, okay, so now you know this cancer issue is important. So how about we do do something with it? So for example, uh, when I was designing a training prop that got replicated in 22 locations we have uh, 22 fire schools and wow. uh, training centers that's five uh, fire schools and 17 training centers uh, then i said okay we need a since we have a unified system we need a unified uh safety sheet Policy. yeah and and in that safety sheet the last sentence i wrote that you have to register or register all burns and the national yeah. chief signed it. So my intention was when he signs it, I'm going to propose a registry. And in that registry with that I will design, we will have a table and we will put the name of the instructor. So now we're uh, documenting an exposure of a particular individual. And yes. since we're doing this over years, that is becoming a official Record. proof of his or her uh, exposure to both uh, overheating, 
and carcinogens in the fire service, you know, and that's yeah. really important, you know. So that was my one of my Trojan horses that I you you <laughs> I did. Man, you are that's awesome. <laughs> like you like the vessel, you they put information to you, and now you're in the position to actually make a change, which is great. We need more yeah. people like in that mindset to change because it's Thanks, hard man. to break the habit. It's really hard to break all habits. Yeah, it is. It is, and, I know. and obviously, we 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 got so much investment in 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 better gear. In in you know, we we bought like we we are buying stuff. You know that there's a lot of money for everything. Well, I mean, not not like for everything. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, there's enough money to to really provide people with decent, good quality equipment, PPE, and so on. But we can have all the money in the world and spend them if we don't change the culture of work, the habits, the exactly. awareness of people. One person will still cause contamination of the entire fire station for everybody else. Yes, I agree so, 100%. Yeah. It is true. And like you said about the instructor, I'm also an instructor and I'm a live fire instructor. So just mm. like you, I'm inside the prop getting burned every day, passing all the group training. And sometimes we get more exposed to those chemicals and those agents than a normal firefighter working in a in a firehouse, just because we do training every day. So That's I relate to you and, that. Yeah, and and Armando, look, just just uh, three days ago, I was talking to a uh, a scientist from uh, an institute that we have here. It's called the Central Institute for Labor Protection. So they are, let's say, the highest ranking, the most important opinion-making body in the occupational health and occupational health and safety, generally for yeah, yeah. all the all the uh, professions and so on. But they got interested in our exposure to chemicals, and this lady has been joining the the meetings of the group at the national headquarters where we are working for the second year to to establish some some of that knowledge and and create awesome. some standards and she just told me recently that she did tests on the gear that was contaminated in both real uh, interventions and training fires so the difference that she found was that in real interventions you get more substances different substances because obviously there's more kinds of yeah. fuel there's a lot of you know foams Do and none. artificial you know, whatever coverings yeah. of of everything and glue and stuff in the Plastic, in the yeah. yeah you follow NFPA fourteen oh three so I guess you burn wood and hay. Do you burn chipboard? Uh, no, we go uh for live fire for NFPA we only yeah. do class A. When it's a class B, they rather them to do a control prop like we can control how much fire we got, how less is a gas is a mm -hmm. propane uh yeah. prop. <clears throat> so but, but, in our but case in, yeah, allowed, in our case we do all that logging what but is it allowed to burn apart from wood and hay is it allowed to burn chipboard or osb board no but people don't care that much you, sh you shouldn't okay. trying to avoid that but okay. you know how so it is in in poland it's allowed yeah so just to, to finish the point now we know from research that there's a smaller number of substances, but because of the nature of that exposure, and that means 
you 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 spend there as an instructor specifically you spend there yeah. half hour let's say because you have to be inside and control all the students that are rotating and so on so it's a different kind of exposure that's actually more exposure than going to a fire because when you enter a house you normally enter you know you you yeah. either extinguish it or you get, grab the people you go out okay if you yeah. still still have air Maybe you go inside. It's not the case that you you're there in smoke for like uh, twenty five minutes without going yes. out and and so you know. So so that yeah. causes more exposure actually to the. She was she was actually examining uh, garments, so clo firefighter clothing. Yeah, yeah. So these these clothes had more substances in them, less less number lesser number, but still all the. Uh, uh, polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons that are car cancer causing uh, agents that we know about. Yeah, and uh, I understand that now NFPA is trying to is suing the IFF because they found some cancer agents on the PPE that we wear. Yeah, I don't know how the case is going at the moment, but uh, yeah, it is it is true and oh, that's crazy. It's crazy. Stuff. I, we have in my department. I got two people that I know already had cancer. In my family, at least three people died from cancer the past year. Back I'm to sorry back, back to hear back. this. So yeah, I can, but, but I, can I guess. Though. Yeah, yeah, it is. I can, I can recommend you, the listeners. I mean, or people watching, uh, looking for a documentary called "Burned." Um, mm -hmm. What's the subtitle? I don't know. Uh, maybe do you put uh, do you put links in the description yeah, of the podcast? I put okay, so whatever, we'll, yes, on the description. Yeah, perfect. So, so it's a, it's a documentary about a wife of a firefighter who got concerned about her husband's health, um, him, you know, getting cancer, mm -hmm. and she started, you know, looking around, probing, and so on, and she understood that actually the substances that we are using to achieve water and oil repellency that we use to sort of soak our gear in are cancer-causing yeah. uh, substances. They're called PFAS, so poly, uh, perfluoroalkylated or polyfluoroalkylated substances. They, they are man-made substances. They don't appear in natural environment. They are very persistent they are bioaccumulative that means that you don't get rid of them from your body and uh they they consist of c carbon and f fluorine chains in six or eight pairs so like cf 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 you know mm -hmm. uh these really long chains of 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 particles chemical mm -hmm. they, they they have tremendous uh characteristics you know like teflon is one of them you know that teflon is now being banned yeah. and withdrawn from the market it's one of the pfas so if you heard about uh dark waters the the movie yeah it, it tells the story about pfoa or pfas and there's and and there's like six thousand seven thousand depending on whom you ask but thousands of these kinds of substances they're just differ a little bit by just a tiny tiny little you know uh That's chemical crazy. here or there and 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 now they're being banned in in uh, Europe but they want to make a derogation so that they want to uh, sort of allow 
for the use of these substances in firefighting gear for at least 10 years before they establish a new technology. We are strongly against that. My foundation, CFBTPL, and also the largest Polish trade union of firefighters, Solidarity. Uh, We wrote to the ECA, the European Chemical Agency, when there was this uh, call for public... uh, public discussion so to say and to 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 uh, voice whatever uh, comments you you wanted to them we sent both of us uh, the comment that we are you know strongly against the derogation because that yeah. will uh we, on the Kill contrary us. from yeah from 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 another side what what we wrote was that we wish to put more pressure on the industry to develop uh, gear free of those substances, you know, and it's yeah. it's it's crazy, you know, because this is this is a paradox because you want to have gear that protects you from chemicals, but not yeah. with the use of chemicals that actually kill you, you know. It's like yeah, yeah, it is. Or, 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 or can kill you is probably too strong. Can make you sick. Well, you increase the probability. Yeah, like I know for a fact that at least one of the number one causes of cause of death on firefighters is cancer. You got cancer, heart problems, and mental health. Those are the three Mm -hmm. big ones that at least in America we suffer the most. And lately, for the past two three years, I've seen uh, increase in cancer, that firefighter cancer death, just because years of years of bad knowledge or no knowledge at all or like you said equipment that can cause cancer that also help us to prevent to get burned and die on the mm-hmm. fire having that for years and years that's what happened um we do have something called here the osha and we have nfba that uh you have to put like you said put your name on it and be how many times you've been exposed to um to a fire especially for instructors that's big on the instructor side of nfba but it's still, it's still, it's, it's, I think to me, the big problem is not changing the technology, it's changing the mindset because we are more yeah. people than the scientists. So we can put the pressure yeah. on them to make it better. But it's changing that mentality that you don't have to, you need to clean your helmet, clean your outfit, uh, have a second set yeah. of gear. Uh, when I went to Poland, I was surprised that when was, I, oh, the money, money. Jesus. Yeah. When I went to Poland, I was surprised when I saw you guys with medical gloves inside the the turning gear gloves to me that yeah. was insane and i explained it to the guys it's like can i can i don't believe that yeah that's it actually helps actually yeah. mitigate some of the some of the cancer uh, agents it's, it's a trade-off because because you don't get Dexterity. you know chemicals on your skin and you know you know for from physiology uh well i guess if anybody is watching the this podcast i i guess we we will very soon forget what i just said but you can notice how many times we touch our faces, for example. It's proven yeah, oh yeah. in, in the literature that you touch your face a dozen times a day or at least or a couple dozen, you know, unconsciously. So when your hands are dirty and you can even digest that stuff, yeah. you know, just, just, just if you're not aware of this, you will get exposed. But if you are, that's, that's uh, your, your biggest weapon against, against cancer is awareness. So I was just yeah, writing yeah. an article. There was this guy, uh, Mark Lalonde. He was a, a Canadian minister of health. 
mm-hmm. and he established something that it was called well in in in, in loose translation from polish uh <laughs> health fields fields he he said like okay areas yeah. it, what he meant was that there's basically four main uh causes or or contributing factors sorry contributing factors to cancer so lifestyle uh your physical environment your genetics you know genetic influence yeah. and your healthcare so lifestyle is 50% so majority wow. of of cancer risk comes from your lifestyle do you get enough sleep do you eat healthy do you exercise do you do whatever you know just yeah, just to keep you healthy things. so yeah. this is you 50% because getting wow. cancer is a probability it, you have to treat this like a lotto game you know if you want to yeah. you know select six numbers out of 49 there's a probability you know well yeah. it's easier to hit four or three but you don't you don't get paid if you hit two okay so probability yeah yeah, so yeah, you can true. work with this probability. The largest part is in your hands. Live healthy. Then uh, physical environment, approximately 20, 20 some percent. So that's something you have and you don't have influence on because there will always be fires that produce chemicals and you have to work in these conditions. But here comes your part about awareness and good habits, mm-hmm. limiting the, the spread, the cross-contamination. Then genetics, you have zero control. control over that. Yeah, yeah. And then healthcare. Healthcare is both your health screening, but also the quality of the healthcare that you get. But still, healthcare is 10%. So you have to understand that wow. two-thirds of the influence are in an individual. Yeah. So changing the culture, changing the mindset is absolutely the the, the most important thing that we can do for ourselves and mutually for ourselves as well, because we live in a connected, connected yeah. uh, workplace. So if one person does not adhere to, to hygienic processes in the workplace, he or she will contaminate the workplace for others. Yeah. So it's either everybody or nobody, you know, it's like, a, yeah, yeah. everybody has to be on board. As, team player. You know, you know, if what 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 you said, I I think Tomek or Czarek, the previous guests on the podcast, told you in Poland, there's two things that firefighters don't like, yeah. Yes. How things are, <laughs> and change. Yeah, change. <laughs> so they, we don't like to change, you know. No. It's it's uh it's it's deeply rooted in our psychology, in our needs, you know. I I really yeah. I'm really into psychology, into I, I think the more, most powerful thing that I read about human psychology was Maslow's work on human needs. And apart from the lower tier needs, like, you know, you have to breathe, you have to eat, you have to yeah, the pyramid, procreate, yeah. you know, hide from cold and so on and so on. When you enter the needs and the, 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 the upper tier needs, one of the fundamental needs is appreciation and belonging. Yeah. So whenever you get criticized about something, you don't get appreciation and you don't get a belonging. You don't consider yourself to be a part of group, you know, yeah. but when you oppose something with someone, you already get appreciation and you belong yeah, to a group of opposing people. You, you know, part of something. 
it, it's it's so basic it's so primaveral yeah. primal you know in in our minds we have to understand yeah. you know <laughs> it's so yeah. it's so true it's it's 100 percent true human beings are designed to be together we are not designed to be alone once we right. get in that aspect that's when the mental health issues start kicking in you start getting anxious depressed you name it that's yeah. when you get all those big problems that we suffer here in America about suicide, about anxiety and depression. A lot of the firefighters, like last year, oh, well, the beginning of this yeah. year, three firemen die back to back on a suicide in Central Florida. Actually, four or three. Yeah. So th that's, that's the thing that, because you start worrying about the cancer and then family, and then you're getting a mandatory. That means you work 24 hours more and you're working 48 hours for three, four months straight. Because of lack of personnel, lack of money, budget, and and uh, like you said, like we are designed to be in a group, to belong to somebody, to help each other. Yeah, so I think it's that, great to have these conversations because not just in America or Poland, maybe somebody from South America can hear us out. Maybe I can change something. Maybe I can start doing some research. I mean, yeah. who knows? Hopefully our podcast can at least spark somebody's curiosity to do something about it. I don't know where. I have no, I have no doubt, brother, and 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 appreciate you doing this and inviting me. Always, yeah. you know, doing something is better than doing nothing. You know. Exactly. At least doing something. It's like working out. It's better to just walk around for thirty minutes than don't do nothing at all. Just stay on the couch and be fat, fat and happy. Right. <laughs> yeah. So talking about something else besides cancer. Right. I know you are a big fan of heavy metal, punk, and reggae. I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. Uh, I would like to promote your band, but if you can explain that, what is your band? What do you guys play? And all that, because okay. uh, to me, it's awesome. <laughs> you do everything, okay, bro. So, so, so the thing, yeah. Well, coming, connecting to the to the mental health that you just said, you know, mm -hmm. um, I've been through a lot of difficulties in my life. Uh, so, you know, just don't want to, you know, complain yeah, or, you don't or, have to or make a list or. Or, or compete how, no, yeah. you know, unfortunate <laughs> yeah. I was at some moments in my life. But, but I guess if you, if you, if you can think about being betrayed by friends or uh, going through a difficult divorce or having uh, yeah. a child with special, special needs and so on, that's, that's a lot of, you know, emotional and, uh, and uh, yeah, emotional stress, I guess, emotional challenges. And then and works working under toxic bosses and stuff like that. You know? Oh God, oh, tell um, me about it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I I always liked music. I guess that for some time, listening to a lot of music, even when I was alone, was was a a way to to deal how to say deal to, with that to 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 avoid silence. Okay. You know? Just, yeah, just yeah. to kill the silence, just to keep the mind yeah. occupied, and just kill you, silence. Silence is uh, is 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 sometimes bad enemy. can 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 make an impression that you're alone or lonely. Yeah. But but actually, silence is the best uh, best place for for change or for development. You know, I guess connecting with yourself. Still, well. Music all, always played a lot, uh, a big role in my life because I use it for for relaxing, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I was also a 
I always wanted to be an, an artist, I guess. Not not an artist, but but I know that I have my way with words and the and Yeah, and you so have it in you, so, man. <laughs> so 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 actually I started playing drums when I was fourteen. Uh just amateur. I never but nobody ever taught me. I was learning from, you know, from hearing, from music videos and so on. Yeah. In and in the nineties there were a lot of great bands sepultura was really you know oh, one of the really? greatest bands to me yeah yeah i just missed <laughs> no the way. show in poland you know not not them the cavalera brothers actually oh, yeah wow. brazilian brazilian metal oh. i didn't so, know i didn't know you like uh, sepultura that's awesome the, the, <laughs> and, and max the, the, the old one yeah max and igor yeah the old guy yes the, yeah, the, the cavalera or, yeah i have nothing against the new ones but but they're their style is different and, and there is some yes. debate whether or not they should continue to call themselves Sepultura. <laughs> exactly. But you 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 and I, like I say, we grew up with that Sepultura and for us the old one means something. It's just that the music. Yeah. It means like we went through some part of our life and that specific group and that specific moment meant something for us. Mm -hmm. So I hear you man. I'm the same way with music. And I go and, you know the, the 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 style of Igor's playing was always a, a great influence, a great uh, inspiration for me. And yeah. uh, so over the years, I was playing and not playing and so on. I I got back to playing drums a couple of years ago. Uh, still, the skill remains. It's a little bit like riding a bicycle. You know how it's done, but yeah. you really have to practice to become better and better. Oh yeah. But there was this there was this campaign from UL FSRI called Close Before You Doze, you know, about closing the door to your bedroom before you go to sleep to buy you some extra time to to be rescued by the firefighters and so on to call the fire department. And uh, I figured, okay, let's, let's make a Polish video like this. So we were looking for rap artists, but we didn't find any. I guess we weren't really looking that hard, but but we didn't find. So I said, okay, I'm gonna try. So I went to the, I wrote the lyrics. I went to the studio. I recorded my first take. It was so bad, so so bad, so embarrassing. Like, Shit, that's. I wish that was never recorded. You know, I I pray no, that no. this recording is deleted. It's not. No, we need to find the recorded. <laughs> we need to find it. Yeah, it's so bad. But then, then my colleagues, you know, I I knew some guys were into rap from my, you know, uh, teen years, and so I con contacted them to give me some advice, and they gave me some advice, and I was practicing for a week, you know, driving my car, rapping stuff in the car, people looking funny <laughs> at me, and so on, and finally I went to the studio and I and I performed it, and I could see on their faces that they're liking it, they're into it, and so on. And then Man, it's crazy. And it turned out it was good. So and I, I'm very proud to say that the the original video from UL in the in the English language got like a couple thousand hits and, and our Polish video is up to two hundred thousand at the moment on YouTube. Wow, so. that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. That's the power of YouTube, man. And that was a very difficult time for me. I will say that I was going through a depression at the time. Yeah. And so I, I was, it was good that I could occupy some, myself with something yeah. that kept me going. And actually, when we were shooting the, the video, uh, in the last day of, of shooting, 
I met a girl, you know, and she's my <laughs> wife today. So see that <laughs> you never know, man. The, the life will take you somewhere. Yeah, and she's in the video as well. So, so then at the same time, I said, okay, music is really important for me. So I started playing in band. I mean, I just put a, an ad on Facebook. I'm looking for a band. I'm a drummer. Blah blah blah. I bought me a set of drums, a, a drum set or drum kit, and uh, yeah, we started just doing something, something, and uh, from that, a couple of years later, we we have more or less an established uh how to say composition of the band the the yeah, you, the group you got yeah you got your bandmates and, and and we we play something like we're really into thrash metal but i guess yeah. we play whatever comes out so sometimes it's more like death metal and so on we don't get into all the crazy you know lyrical <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> fantastic yeah, yeah, but it's Whatever. it is it is cool. And uh if yeah. you don't mind to send the link for your Spotify uh uh single. Yeah, so uh we can put it in the description and I hope people even though it's in Polish, the yeah. appreciate the music. Whoever's a metalheads or, or reggae or yeah. punk, yeah, you will love so it. Th this one uh, song that we actually recorded is 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 a little bit from outside of the, the, the main scope of our work of our yeah. music because it's like punk and reggae mix something that yeah. i guess we all grew up uh, listening to yeah. um, i mean majority of the people in my band and so on so but there is this uh, guy that does uh, rap videos you know firefighter uh, rapper and and he said That's let's crazy. do something for april's fool's day you know something maybe about cancer prevention uh, so we said uh, yeah well that's a that's a uh, it's a strange idea, like how to how to do this. So he, but he wrote the lyrics, and the lyrics are hilarious. You know, the the the, the song yeah. says about Henry, the inhalator, the guy inhalator. who, you know, he says like, uh, if you hide your face behind the mask, it's because you're not Frank. You know, like <laughs> I'm too handsome to to wear a mask. Blah blah blah. All that kind of stupid stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, we asked a guy to uh, draw the the Henry, and so we we it's it's a, like a funny song, and we released it with this rapper guy and our band on uh, April Fool's Day to to and you know awesome. to 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 make yes. the message of cancer prevention even more universal. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the comedy and and music are a universal language. To me, that's the, the best medicine. Mental, you know. Uh, it is. It is balance. true. Music. Like I got a question because it's almost like an hour already. Which right. is your, which because we grew up in the nineties, nineties music. Which is your favorite band? From top, the nineties. Give me top three. Yeah, band. Yeah. From the nineties. Okay, so I was listening to different music at then because I was listening to a lot of hip hop as well. But oh, Sepultura is, yeah, is, it, is definitely my all-time number one. You know, I really come to think of it. I really liked Clawfinger. There was this band. They they Ooh, they, yes. they they finished their their you know they, they 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 split probably just after recording the first album. Album. And I know that they're a bit controversial because of the lyrics, but I really like the style of Body Count, the group from Ice T. Really, Body Count? No yeah. way. <laughs> I like yeah, it because yeah. it's kind of. They're kind of in your face raw metal from Ice T, yeah. which is weird, but it's awesome. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they, they, they really have very strong political, I guess, and, and, yeah. and sometimes not popular lyrics. But but I didn't understand that much at the time. So I just enjoyed listening to it, you know, the, the, the flow, the, yeah. the energy and so on. Yeah. Uh, I guess if I'm supposed to give you three, that's it. I, I like Slayer from that time and, and other bands, oh, but, yeah. but I only got to know them afterwards. Rage Against Lighter. the Machine. And- Oh and, yeah, you know, uh, Slipknot, Simple uh, Down, uh, Corn. I really yeah, like so many. Corn. I've always liked Corn. Yes, I'm a I'm a huge fan of Corn. I see them at least four or five times already. I got a oh. I got a the chance, the opportunity to see them. Slipknot, Sepultura. Great. My all time so, favorite band is Metallica. Yeah, I really like Metallica, but they're sort of like mainstream. There's a number of of yeah, songs yeah. I really like, but but I'm into really hard music th- these days. Uh, I guess maybe hard is not the best description. There is probably a specific sound or style that yes. I'm looking for. And early Sepultura or Cavalera Conspiracy really are that, in that's, that that's, spot that's your on. soul. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> nice. the guitars, the drums, and also the vocals. Because I prefer the vocals to scream. Not to sing. There aren't many groups that sing that I like. But I do like, for example, uh, System of a Down. I think this yes. guy can really sing and scream yeah. at the same time. So, yeah. Yes, which is amazing. Or uh, uh, Corey Taylor. He's Slipknot. Uh, he's in uh, Stone Sour. He's on mm-hmm. the group band and a thousand other bands that he plays randomly. But, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's awesome. See, music can also, uh, I call it, put it together too. <laughs> different countries, yeah. different growers, different everything. Yeah. But music's always a connection. Show me your hand. Oh, look at that. Yeah, buddy. See that? <laughs> we didn't even you plan see, it. You, see, yeah. you don't even plan it. So we, we, we have to show people that even though we are different countries and different cultures, we are the same regardless what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing we need yeah, to look yeah. when we are going to go against the, the old mentality and then the old firefighters or the old people that want to change. Just find something in common. And and mm-hmm. and flourish that and and net nature that like take care of that. So change yeah. might happen, but if you find something that common ground, and uh, and I appreciate it, man, that that your time, I appreciate uh, your knowledge, which is amazing. We're almost an hour, right. so I know you yeah. have a tight schedule, and and I appreciate it because yeah. right now in Poland is what two o'clock, three o'clock in the afternoon. No, it's five p.m. Jesus, five p.m. 5 p.m. with yeah. snow behind you. I see the snow behind you. Oh, no, man. Uh-uh. Yeah, there's there's pretty much a lot of snow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. But I want to say so, that I will be... So in... just in, uh, at the end, uh, tell me something about your visit to Poland. What did you like? What did right. you enjoy? What was unexpected? Or what was well, something that you... Oh, there's so many things. What, what, what I like, uh, for the food is amazing. Hmm. But I think number one is the way you guys treat me. You treat me like a brother <laughs> from another mother. Uh, you're, <laughs> Different you're language. So guest, yeah. Yeah, and and I I felt like I was I wasn't in I wasn't in my house. That's how I felt, mm. regardless the the language barrier. So uh, to me, awesome number to one is 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 your guys' appreciation and and the way you treat me. And and my brother went with me. Actually, I'm going back in March, by the way. Uh, mm. I'll be there yeah. for the competition and yeah. the Fire University with Marcy and, and Danielle. Yeah. And But, uh, yeah, I love it so much. I'm going back, actually. So, 
you number you one. did have some adventures, didn't you? you know, oh yeah, I did some adventures. <laughs> Just take it with a I smile drink. and everything gets solved there. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's it's life. Life is like that. Like you have to roll with the punches. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I I told, remember I told my wife, hey, look, we're st stuck in the middle of Poland somewhere between a KFC and a McDonald's. <laughs> hey. <That's>, at <laughs> least that's familiar. <laughs> yeah, at least I got that. Once you get inside to ask for a drink, that's a different story. But at least the, the building looks familiar. <laughs> uh, the food is amazing. Uh, I enjoy the tartar. Or tartar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, that, to me, that's number one. Uh, and, my and recommendation. <laughs> yeah it is it is raw meat love it and um and you guys are are i always say that to daniel and everybody but you guys are uh really humble because i've been in europe in different countries you know vacation and stuff like that but when i went to poland i noticed that you guys take care of each other regardless if you don't know each other or not and i like that feeling of community and and mm. you are hard workers because we went through the rate yeah. scenarios and, and I pushed a little bit and you guys took it like a champ. Yeah. So I guess that's, thank you for saying this. That's a great compliment. And in, in a lot of what you say is really very nice to hear. Uh, we, we're doing our best, of course. Uh, I guess it's, it's, it's a little bit historically um, motivated, so to say. You know, um, in, in 1797, what was that? uh 1797 yes poland was partitioned uh, between three three nations and we got we how to say vanished from the maps for 123 years Jeez. and then in in 1918 we regained uh, independence you have to know that poland was established in in uh, 966 so over a yeah. thousand years ago, so, and we did not exist as a country for a, a, over a hundred years, and then we were part of World War One, and we were and actually the main theater of World War Two from the beginning because the World War Two started by Nazi Germany invading Poland, you know. So yeah. and then from that we got onto the communist regime, and while the majority of Europe was developing. We, as one of the biggest countries and one of the countries having the, mo the, the largest number of people in Europe, one of them, uh, could not develop. So we were always, you know, in, a, in an underprivileged behind. situation. Yeah, left behind, you know, everybody wants to have a decent life, a safe environment, you know, have enough money for food or ex even to be yeah. able to buy food in the store because there was a time you didn't have food in the stores anyway. So so I guess from that experience comes a certain mentality. And I know that you're originally not from US as well. And, I'm from and, Venezuela. and back home probably you you had the same experiences, you know. Yeah. When people are in trouble kind of systemically, you know, they 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 develop some some other uh traits of character i suppose i suppose yeah. you know well yeah. i i wouldn't want to romanticize everybody because just like everywhere you get smart and stupid people and and all the yeah <laughs> spectrum <laughs> oh yeah in every country it doesn't matter yeah yeah but i guess but i guess what is specific to the polish mentality is that many many years of suffering under 
you know, strange influences and so on. And, 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 and we really always had to work hard to get at least the minimum, you know, uh, level of, 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 of life, comfort. of, of quality, life. quality life. Yeah. life and yeah something like that that that's what i would probably uh imagine would be the the yeah the and, reason for, for the mentality and like you said like i yeah i'm i'm in the united states but i'm originally from venezuela which mm. has been through a lot not like poland but it's been through a lot lately and mm. and uh, i can relate more with you guys in poland because i came from a hard hard environment mm. so that's why to me i felt like on home in a really cold environment home, but it was home for me. I yeah. didn't feel like I was in a, in a foreign country. I didn't feel like I was a, a, a foreigner. I felt like I was one of, one of the guys just a little bit taller and darker. <laughs> yeah. So it, 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 a lot of credit goes to Daniel because he was actually yeah. in charge of your entire visit. We were really, you know, trying to, to make it, Make it happen for the guys who went came to Florian. That's uh, Shan Rafael from Australia and Roy from Sweden. That's already a lot of work. So I asked Daniel, please, if you can just, you know, let me know that you have everything in your hands and and, and we don't have to worry about extra stuff. Let's it just you know delegate possibilities, uh, uh, responsibilities. Sorry. So yeah. so and, and he's great in 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 doing that. So props to Daniel. Daniel, if you're listening to this. You're the oh, guy, yeah. Yeah, I might have to put some. I don't know how. I might have to figure out how to put Polish subtitles. So, uh, and they might have to learn English. Hey. <laughs> no, he has to learn English. Daniel is the That's my Polish sentence for him. <laughs> I know about the words in Polish, but they're all bad words. I don't want to. I don't want to say it. So I'm getting in trouble. Nah, I mean, uh, if you say something bad in Polish, probably nobody of your listeners will, will understand. Maybe a handful of people. Yeah. I, yeah, I can I can say curva and it's no yeah. problem. Hey, I'm yeah. just learning. That's, the, that's the what you do. The strongest, the strongest one in Polish. Like there you the go. F word in in English, <laughs> more or less. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I got a pleasure talking to you. Uh, I don't want to take more time from you for, from from your busy schedule. I appreciate it. I got a couple of questions before we go. Um, number right. one, any advice for the new rookie fireman that you want to give, and the one is about to retire. Okay, um, if you are a new firefighter, um, know your worth, but understand that there's a wealth of wisdom to be learned from people. So be open-minded. If you want to implement changes, don't push. Pull people on board, make them part of that change. It's a lot easier to make changes when you engage especially the 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 more senior guys because it is according to the maslow pyramid of human needs it is the case that um you know when you're trying to implement something new there may be a uh oh, an yeah. impression that what you're saying between the lines is that some of the people that were doing this for such a long time were actually wrong so be careful yeah. about this and yeah, take care about your health every day with the smallest habits possible because many years ahead of you, there are many years ahead of you. And if you if you collect a little bit of contamination every day, then that amounts to a large amount of 
of contamination and, and possibly yeah. health risk, health problems uh, after 20, 30 years. For the one that That's is right. uh, supposed to retire, thank you yeah. for your service. You did great uh, job. You know, I'm sure it wasn't easy. There were probably terrible moments. If you pull through, uh, take care of yourself now. Go for health screenings. You know, find a hobby. Try and remain useful, but you don't have to burn yourself. First of all, take care of, about yourself. If you're if you're uh, taking care of, of yourself, you can also be there for others. If you don't take care about yourself, you can give yourself to others, but you will eventually wear down and 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 yeah. and sort of finish your whatever um, um whatever you have to offer will will be diminished and will finish you know if you take exactly. care about yourself it's like a fountain you feed yourself with your own water yeah something oh, like that's that that's a good analogy i, I never heard that before i hope it makes sense <laughs> actually it's pretty good i never heard of it. it makes right. sense it's true it's pretty good man look at you philosopher too god damn be a fountain yeah be a fountain i like it you should put a shirt be a fountain <laughs> I'll right, make it. I'll bring it. To, I'll bring it in, right. in March. Uh, awesome. Yes. And um, somebody that you recommend to talk to me that you know uh, to be in the podcast as a guest and I can try uh, to contact them. Uh, let me quickly remind the name. I did tell you if you really like, like to talk uh, uh, about mental health. There is this lady uh, called Dana Ali. I think I showed you her profile. I spoke yeah. to her just a couple of times. We chatted actually a couple of times, yeah. but I know she's pretty much uh, involved, really involved in, in mental health and mental suicidal health. prevention for firefighters and so on. I think she will be a great person to talk to. And now I'm Sweet. looking forward to that. Uh, episode and I'll be listening to it num numerous times, number of times. Awesome, awesome. I, I will. I will look into that. I will give it a shout out and see. Hopefully, she said yes. You know, the worst could happen is say no. So at least I'm trying. Right. So you said at least I'm trying. What else I can do? Yeah. yeah. Any final thoughts? Any final things before we uh, head out? And uh, um, you want to say? Yeah. If you want, to you can say in Polish if you want. Stay, stay humble. Stay humble. Humility. How do you say that in Polish? Uh, bądź pokorny. Yeah, very good. Very good. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, for me, over over my career, it it really proved to be the 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 best advice that I didn't get. Luckily, I I found it in my grandmother's teachings and in my parents' teachings. You know, it, it sort of came naturally and and it really turned out to be the the one of the best. Stay like humble. Non-verbal advice I, I got, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They know better. Uh, if somebody wants to reach you or contact you to talk about cancer or they want information sure. from you, where, where they can go or which website they can find you? So, again, I'll, I'm making a note to put it in the show notes, mm -hmm. in, in the episode notes. But if you find, uh, preferably, I guess, Facebook would be the easiest thing. Or you can find my profile and message me on messenger or you can go to cfbt.pl on facebook and uh send us a Contact. message there's a, there's a number of admins but if it's directed to me i'll get it and uh, uh, many people will get it so just be advised everybody's reading it 
everybody. Yeah, don't be stupid about it. But don't tell me you love me or you have some uh, proposals to marry me. <laughs> stuff like that. No, you want to take it anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get in the uh, line. Immediately, Get in the line. Just, just wait before, until we connect uh, directly, okay? <laughs> there you go. Per- I'm married, perfect. By the way, so just, just yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, just get in the line. Come on. Yeah. Next. All right. Uh, so I'm glad that you have a chance and hopefully you got some contacts. Because you never know. People can feel, want some knowledge or want to try to start something in their own countries and their own places. Look, look, um, just to make a full loop, yes? Actually, yeah. that's a good, that's a good uh, finishing point, I suppose. In the beginning, I said that there, there was many people who helped me without expecting anything. And I was humble enough to ask them, which automatically means I was admitting not not to not to not knowing stuff. Exactly. You know? And and they did not want anything in return. So I ad- I adopted this philosophy of pay it forward. So I'm I'm paying it forward for all the things that I received from people without them wanting uh, anything from me. So whatever I can help you with, you know, advice, resources, and stuff. You can count on me, but what what I would like to ask you, if you receive help from me or from anybody else and they don't want anything returned, just pay it forward. This is how we, you know, push this fire service in in the correct direction. Yeah, that's a great word, actually. It's a great closing uh, statement. I like it. I might, I might copy from you, take that from you away and say it every time they can. Sure, uh, <laughs> sure. For those listening, well, thank you so much for those who listen to us all around the world because now I got people in Poland, I got South America and the United States. Uh, thank you for, for, for listening to me and I will see you in the next episode. This is Armando. Simon, thank you so much for your time and, and I thank you for your words. That means a lot to me, to you to be in this podcast with me. And yeah. I can't wait to see you in March, hopefully in Warsaw. You'll be there, right? Yeah, I'll be there. And, uh, I hope you'll be there. And, uh, and uh, thank you for inviting me and to everybody listening. You can help this podcast by giving it five-star reviews on every podcast platform that you know. So do uh, it now. Look at that. Appreciate it. Thank you. And also in YouTube too. Well, guys, thank you so much. And bye.